2: Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
0: At Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding a motorcycle with your crew on the open road. That symphony of engines roaring in perfect harmony. It's a feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, Jerry. Oh, my word. Really, really terrible.
3: Was that a glockenspiel, Jerry? Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.
1: Uh, No, no, Jerry, it's over. On August
2: 25th... I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson. You're
0: the heavyweight champion of the world. Young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down.
2: Starring Travante Rhodes. I'm, I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you as much as they fear you. Now I'm really gonna have
1: some fun. Mike. Series premiere August 25th. Only on Hulu.
3: That more podcast. You're joined today by myself, Omar, and my regular co-host, Mickey. How you doing, mate?
0: Yeah, not too bad. For all oh, good. The sun's oh. shining. It's sunshine. it's it's lovely.
3: All the better for three points on Saturday as well, mate.
0: Oh, definitely, all the better for three points on Saturday, mate. That was um, that was a hard, hard fought win, wasn't it? That was um, definitely, definitely what I think the uh, the championships got to look forward to this season there is some hard games to to come and I think I think Rotherham's gonna surprise a lot of people this season they are they're a very physical side a bit like what Matt said before that they're a very physical side and they take it to the teams fuck me did they take it to us
3: yeah I think you say something to look forward to I mean if you're a neutral watching that game you probably won't be writing home about it even myself when I was sitting there on Saturday it wasn't a game for the purists I think but end of the day it was hard to beat ourselves we stood up to their challenge you mentioned the physicality of them but we've rocked up there mate and we've got three points I know it was through a mistake as well I mean after the game Rari was quite he was complimentary at the side but at the same time critical the creative outlet but I think that will come in a few games time mate so I, I couldn't be happier three points four points on the board two clean sheets in two as well mate it's all positive moments I think
0: yeah I think it's all good I think you know I mean there was a couple of a couple of points to pick up for. I suppose you know. Yeah, okay, it was a mistake, but good to see Jed get on the starting on the scoring sheet again. Um, Bradshaw, you can't fault Bradshaw for his work rate, but surely that's what he's meant to do. The only downside is that he's a fucking striker. Why the fuck can't he score goals?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that's. It. It's hard to, I think you can't be critical too much of him on his own for the, for not scoring, but I think I agree with you, like even his confidence is a bit exact. I think I watched the interview with Broward after the game, like I just said there, but he also said there was a couple, there was one opportunity I remember in the second half where he gets the ball and he's running towards goal, but instead of putting his foot through it and having a shot, he's playing it sideways and being a bit protective of himself. I think you, just, you can tell he's, like, he's a bit lacking in that confidence to take a couple of risks, but... I'm sure if he gets a run of games, I mean, I think Parrott's starting on Wednesday, I read somewhere earlier today, so let's not get ahead of ourselves with that one. But, you know, I think it'll be interesting if once he comes back in or if, Rour- if Rourke gives Parrott a chance, maybe there'll be a bit more, bit more uh, creativity. But, I mean, on the whole, like I said, I don't think many teams will go to Rotherham and get three points this year. And I think we've got some ridiculous record, mate, where like, we've got 11 clean sheets in 17 away games under Rowie, which is, I mean, you can't, you can't knock the 5-3-2 away from home, can you, mate, or the 5-2-3?
0: No. No, I think Rowlett's got the away sealed up and he knows what's what. Um, you know, I like with his with his interview as well and, and, you know, the written piece as well where he said that he was debating whether or not to take Parrot with him. You know, if he needed a goal, he was going to take him with him and put him on and he thought, you know what, I'll let him have another little bit of rest and then I'll get him in for the game where we really need him. And, and it just shows really what, you know, what Cole said. And, and you know, hopefully we'll get to speak to Cole later in the week maybe again. But I think this this season um, all the clubs will be concentrating heavily on the cup games because it's extra revenue. When right now they need as much revenue as they can. I mean if the rumours what are coming out are true, between the whole of the premiership and the football league they're losing two hundred million near enough a month. I suppose, you know, fifteen hundred quid for winning a game, you know, a couple of grand for winning a game. Is, um, is
3: big money. Very true. I mean, at the time of recording, I can finally say the club are letting people renew their season tickets. I know that's something we spoke about a few times, but as of today, on the 21st of September, you can buy your season ticket if you haven't done so already. They've done a lottery point system, which, I mean, the point system it was there for a reason. And I mean, it's been there in in, in there for three or four years now, hasn't it, mate? So I, I understand the whole, you know, some people don't go away games, but everyone's always had a season ticket for that at home. But I think the points total, I think it was 520 points, mate. So it takes into account the last couple of seasons. You get 230 points for having a season ticket a season anyway. So you're not far away if you throw some cup games at home. Yeah, I mean, so I don't think it was too yeah, unreasonable, yeah. was it, or anything? I think it's probably the fairest thing to do, in my opinion.
0: I think the thing what I've, I take on board from when I was found on the board was always that whenever the club said you need X amount of tickets, you know, X amount of points was that the way they worked it out that if everybody within that bracket wanted a ticket, then they'd get a ticket. So it's not as if, right, we've only got 1500 whatever. They would have worked it out that probably near enough or just under would have had, you know, there'd be enough tickets all those people on the loyalty points and then if everybody takes them then obviously they might say well actually there's a a couple of hundred left but we're doing now a lower one possibly I don't know but that's how they used to do it before when you know when we had the big away games it was you need 600 points and it was literally they'd worked it out that how many people had those points could get tickets so you're pretty much guaranteed to get a ticket if you've got that many points. That's normally how it works. So, again, I think you know if you do have an issue, um, I think it's um, tickets at Millwall um, Millwallplc.com or whatever is the email, or look on Twitter, which is I think it's Millwall SLO or um, or Billy Taylor nine in it. I think um, they seem to be doing all the answering today, or you've got the MSC to go after or, or whatever. But I would probably So, you know, get in touch with the club. It saves going through third parties and then forwarding messages on. Um, I see there's been a few teething problems, but, you know what, we all all work around websites and stuff and whatnot. And we know that no matter how good a system is, once you launch it, you'll find bugs in it as it goes on. And I think, you know, I think we've just got to bear with them. I think everyone's going to get a ticket who wants one um, within that bracket. But I think we've just got to bear with them um, and just be a bit patient rather than just constantly just gunning for them online. I think there, you know, certain points we just need to sit back and go, actually, you know, this might not necessarily be all their own fault. Let's just let it go ahead and see.
3: Yeah, I think it feels significant though, like as in you can buy a season ticket now, is hopefully, I mean, God knows what's going to happen, mate, in the, in the next couple of weeks. But it feels significant that hopefully something's around the corner because... God, I miss it. I enjoy watching it on the Saturday and listening to our friend of the pod, Carl, uh, commentating on it. Don't get me wrong, but there's nothing that can replace the idea of being at the Games itself. And, you know, I think... I just I can't wait to get back to the Games in any capacity. I mean, Mickey, we're going to bring it on to uh, our little sub-feature that you've gone off and done on your own today, mate, and worked out. But um, you spoke to uh, a Charlton fan, didn't you?
0: Yeah, yeah. What's my mouth out. No, um, <laughs> my, 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 um, my daughter... Is a um, is a competitive swimmer, and she trains five nights a week. So um, one of the dads, um, who his daughter goes swimming, one of her mates who she goes swimming with, um, just happened out of the blue about 20 minutes ago, um, maybe a bit longer now before this call. Uh, he just said, "Oh yeah, I went to Charlton on Saturday," and um, I just thought it was an ideal opportunity just to have a chat, find out how it goes, because you know if we've got it coming up. Um, one, it'll be good to just know what works for them, whether or not they add some things. What change it gives us gives us some points to put towards the club, maybe to make sure that they do things what they didn't necessarily do. Um, but no, it's, it's about about 15 minutes, maybe you know 17 minutes worth of it. Um, there is a bit of banter in there, of course, because it is Charlton. We need to give it a little bit, as always. Um, but yeah, let's let's. Uh, Let's play that and uh, and then we'll come back in a minute and, and uh, carry on our discussion. Do you want to press the button then, Omar? Off you go. Okay, um, nice. welcome then. Just a, a, a catch-up, really. I'm uh, lucky enough, one of the dads my daughter goes swimming with is a Charlton fan. Well, cut out on the booze. Um, but he was lucky enough to go to football on Saturday with um, Charlton. I just thought it would be a good... A um, bit of understanding really Just to see what went on with them Is obviously we're looking um, To hopefully get fans in Against Luton uh, In October Obviously they were one of the trial teams Against Doncaster So Salentes um, How was it And, um, and how did it go?
1: Well it was weird But it was great to be back Obviously watching Watching live football At the Valley Or any live football to be fair and if, hopefully the trial in whatever capacity, because I know the other teams tried, tried it as well, in whatever capacity it works and we can get all our fans, even more fans, back into our grounds to see proper football.
0: So did you, obviously they're talking about um, getting you inside the ground. So there was only, I think, about a thousand or so, so you are lucky to get a ticket in that. But obviously, I know you're an Arden Charlton fan, so um, you've probably got all the law points and that there. But... When you go in, obviously, was it through uh, the normal way and was there um, temperature checks or, um, you know, sanitised water? So let's start at the beginning. The beginning of the journey into the stadium, what were the procedures and how did that go?
1: Well, Just before that, I touched on how the ticket system went. So you're exactly right. It was based on, uh, there was 1,000 tickets released and it was based on loyalty points. So obviously if you've got a season ticket, if you bought away tickets uh, last year... Um, so there was different times you could go in during the day some people went in during the, on the Thursday and up to half past five I went in half past nine and managed to secure my tickets and it was like picking tickets like you go to a cinema where you pick it And it was all done by rows so each row had it was you couldn't sit at each seat at the end of the aisle So you're not close to the aisle for people to walk up and down It was one in in that in our aisle and then there was four seats uh, Spare next to you and then there's one more seat and so then you go and then you go four again, but the row behind you will stagger at a different point, so they'd sit, whereas me and my daughter were four apart, the row behind and the row in front are in the middle of us, so it's almost like a diamond formation. Uh, so,
0: so, you obviously went with your dad, your daughter, um, and you, so you were sitting four seats apart from your daughter, and your daughter was sitting four seats apart, so you're pretty much a whole row for three people well
1: it, it's quite a long row you probably we probably had about seven people in our row spread right, out on yeah. the whole row but the way I booked it I booked one in from the end so it was me four spaces between me and my daughter and I put my dad in the row behind right. so we are almost like in the diamond but we are in sort of a family yep. bubble anyway and then to be fair when the game started my daughter obviously come up and sit next to me no, they, one, no one challenged no me one I was challenged. waiting for the challenge because with yeah, yeah. my daughter yeah. 24-7 so there wasn't an issue the only downside I would come on to is that we had to wear a face mask all the time and um, but i'll come back to the turnstiles so going back to the um the original point yeah we we're all you were given time slots to be at the ground to go in through the turnstiles so if you're queuing up your social distancing queuing up you've got your face mask on you've got your tickets already printed so there's no tickets being sent out yeah. obviously to your home you have to print them off at home uh, and then as you approach to go in towards the turnstiles they take your temperature uh and then you 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 filter around so you've got maybe five or six turnstiles together where they're grouped two next to each other obviously one of them's all taped off and you're going through one turnstile uh, and there's all hand sanitizers as you approach when you get into the ground into the sorry what should have say? is only no, most Mill fans know the valley uh, north lower is the home end yep. uh, just that was open and part of the west lower behind the dugouts the rest of the ground was all shut um, so as we went in, there was arrows everywhere telling you which way to go. One way systems, no food outlets, and drink outlets open inside. Uh, it's a bit contradictory because they did say that there was going to be the little pop up sort of push along. Yeah sort of stalls, they wasn't there. some people brought some stuff in, some didn't, some people got allegedly got it taken off them. So that are all form part of the feedback, I'm sure. Did you did you take food in? We took we just took some drinks and some snacks yeah. did we, you have it taken off or were you No, okay? no, no, no I was ready for a debate because obviously my twelve year old daughter and my dad and we're going in, you're not sitting there from half past one to three o'clock. So you got there at half one in the morning half, half one. one
0: in the afternoon? Uh, I mean, that's a long time to be sick I mean, on a normal match day It's not too bad getting a half one Because obviously Sometimes there'll be some pre-match entertainment Sometimes there'll be the the warm-ups And everything else um, And it's not too bad watching But in the current climate Half one, an hour and a half early can be a nightmare Especially as it's an open stadium With that sun coming in Could be a, Sitting around doing nothing It's
1: definitely factor 50 It was it, We took sun cream anyway But others didn't Others had hat on Some didn't Put People wanted water Some Some had it Some didn't So the was north wa- flow was warm Was water provided or, or no, not? No But again I'm guessing that's going to If we get the opportunity to feed back A lot of people will say that I think something needs to be provided. The, the, the story I heard about not having the food outlets open—it's because it, it, it includes the amount of people that are allowed in the stand at any one time. Right. So whether that's the truth, I mean, queuing wise, you can all queue social, social distancing. We all know what half times like at most grounds is. Point is, going down there because you queue. Not going to get a pint uh, r- Rubbish food and rubbish beer. So I think all grounds I'm, are really. Simple. I'm glad that don't change. Just being in this chat and
0: it's, it's shit at real wall too. And
1: the marvelous people that work on the counter are, are clearly full of A levels. Know how to uh, serve and produce stuff ready beforehand or waiting for us.
0: I think we have the same agency which employs both staff (laughs) here, so yeah. Right,
1: so besides that, um, yeah, it was a very hot day on obviously Saturday, and obviously the sun sits behind the south stand, which is the away end for for your fans, so the sun's beaming in you. you know, we had an opportunity to go down into the concourse and try and cool down. And again, long as you are socially distanced, there wasn't a problem. You queue up for the toilet socially distanced. If you had to go to the toilet, it's not a problem. Was what it, they don't want is they don't want twenty, thirty people all going walking up. Was the there aisle. stewards on the toilet? Stewards all downstairs. A mm. couple of stewards. Stewards weren't really. They were standing at the, the aisle tunnels, if you like, as you come yeah. upstairs. They weren't blocking you down the aisle. Uh, they were pretty good. Again, it was all new to them. They all got the face mask on.
0: So, so you're in the ground. You've got in All the aggro Whatever it is To get in Which it sounds If it wasn't that much aggro To be fair to get in You're in you, you, Your hands are sanitised You're masked up um, The game kicks off Are you allowed to celebrate
1: If you score? Yeah, 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 of course, you can yeah, yeah. It's natural, but again, you're all spread out through your four seats apart from each other, so you still get up. Well, we only had to celebrate one goal, which I'm sure you'll you'll love that having them having scored three against us. But it, it, I it didn't was, really it, want to go into it too much. No, really, but. Like, there's not really much of a match report to give, to be fair. Uh, but besides that, it, you, you're trying to sing through masks. That isn't great. You're still singing, so the noise is there. It's just. It's it's just great to see the players come out and get involved in it. How uh, and again
0: on the players? I mean, obviously, you you as you said, you only scored once. Um, Wasn't front of us. Yeah, but did the players celebrate towards the fans? Because the biggest thing what you've noticed through lockdown is the players don't seem to be over celebrating. You know, they're scoring. It's like it's it, it, it's like a
1: pre-season friendly, like, eh, and and then back to the centre. Kick off again and all that. I mean, Doncaster certainly seemed to celebrate their goals. Um, right. Obviously, we were three down by the time we'd got our goals so there wasn't really that much to celebrate. But in general, they acknowledged the crowd uh, and sort of run the, around and grab the ball to take it back again. That was it with the ball. You said that the, the you were obviously
0: instructed if the ball comes into the crowd. You weren't, allowed to, no, yeah. you weren't allowed to Throw it directly back to the player You had to give it to someone
1: no, So there was plenty of PA messages During the course of the game Before the game During the game Advising you to know, wear your mask you know, And if a ball comes into you You're not allowed to throw it Back onto the pitch Towards the players You've got to give it to the ball person That sits around the edge of the pitch so I'm assuming they, they clean the ball Before they put it back On the little bits On the edge of the pitch So yeah you can't just Throw it back into They have to, bring, they have to t- take another ball Multi-ball I suppose Where it's yeah, yeah, around yeah, the yeah. edge of the pitch But you can't just Throw it back in
0: So you watched the game everything else so that was all right. obviously you couldn't get food but obviously on further trials I believe that trials with different different clubs are doing it differently so they've got a better understanding of how it works and whatnot. So end of game you're obviously disappointed you you, you lost um, and i keep saying that. And um, normally at the end of a football game it's everyone wants to leave the building. Uh, as fast as possible Regardless of the score Unless you win Then obviously You're there for a little bit Longer cheering and shouting But At the end of the game How was that?
1: Yeah Just like normal The players obviously finished so Everyone was applauding The players It's normally good Some people had already Left a bit early Probably because Of the disappointing result But in general When the final whistle um, Was uh, was blown We are already told prior to that in PA announcements, and there was also, I have said, also an online video we had to all sort of watch to understand the processes of returning to the ground and the measures that have been put in. So when the final whistle went, you actually remain in your seats, uh, and then all the stewards started coming down the stairs, at, and they, they, they released each block, a block and a row at a time. So you farmed out a bit like you would when you were leaving a funeral or a wedding. You file out one aisle at a time, so again, to try and not let everyone go out all at one time, it's a phased exit. And you know, was no that- one was really worried about it because, again, we'd lost. But do you know what? It was part of the trial. It's just important we all got it right for the future for everyone.
0: Yeah, because I suppose as well that these trials taking place. That if if you fuck them up, then it fucks up for the whole of football. Yeah. So- um, and I mean, so obviously you're an avid you're an avid um, Charlton fan. You go most weeks home and away as much as you can and whatnot. How did you did this? feel like football or did this feel very sanitised football? It was strange.
1: It was football but you can't say not as we know it because you were still watching the football. You could hear the players more because obviously there's no ground noise, there's no, no big influx of fans. It was just strange to be in the ground, distance, constantly having to wear your mask, constantly thinking I've got to clean my ass, But if you're doing it already at work and travelling into London, it's sort of becoming a bit of the norm. Yeah. But I would, maybe not the face mask, I have no problems wearing my face mask, going into the ground, walking around the ground. But when I'm at my seat, I want to be taking my face mask off, just like I would do when I'm at work. But, you know, if we could do that, and I would suffer sitting, you know we've completed a survey I don't know whether Millwall fans have done similar all season ticket holders were sent a, a, an online survey to complete about three weeks ago that you could put yourself into bubbles if you like of they've six done, yeah, in prepara- so I thought that was in preparation for the trial game but I'm guessing it's in preparation for because Blackpool if you look on the telly this weekend yeah. Blackpool also one of the seven clubs that trialed it they put so maybe they tried it slightly different or they were told to try it different they put people into small bubbles so you could go as a family or friends as a a group of four and sit around i think they had all four stands open yeah what what doing mill I, I,
0: i don't i don't believe they've sent out a survey what i think they've done is basically said to they had um you had a set time and if you're a season ticket holder then basically what they wanted you to do was say i sit next to you or i sit next to you know him and all that and you're allowed to put People into I think you're allowed to be at, Yeah six, six yeah. in Into a group Or you could put more Into a group Of who you You sit or know And then I think You can then Buy a season ticket Around these people Because Obviously I think We're releasing Six thousand um, Two thousand even Two thousand season tickets um, In preparation For obviously Going forward But It It It, it is what it is But I suppose really It's small steps I mean just briefly While I've got you We've we've been chatting about it a bit I mean How did it work out With your tickets From last season You had all your refunds Sorted out Or how did the refunds Process start with With Tom Because you had a different System to how we done
1: Yeah we were chatting uh, previously, And Charlton has some options. So you could uh, you could keep your... So if you missed, I think it was maybe three, four, five games, whatever we missed at the home games we missed at the end of the season, you could keep that money in your ticket account if you like to purchase tickets for Nick or for this current season. If the situation changed at the moment, it won't. Um, uh, you could use that money to buy this season's... Put it towards this season's season ticket. Uh, you could put it towards the club. Any other time He may have done that But obviously There's a lot of stuff Going on behind yeah, the scenes at yeah, Charlton, yeah. So maybe not If it went towards The youth team Or disabled And things like that, we, be, you know, I think yeah. people Would be fine by that We Which,
0: looked at I think ours You could donate um, To the trust
1: Yeah There was options I'm not quite You could have it As a club shop For some, My daughter yeah. for example Got £20 back on her ticket So you could You could change that To a club Club shop voucher. Right, which okay. made sense for her. Yep. I think I had about 65, 70 pounds sitting in my account, so I just pushed it forward to renew my ticket team? ticket for this year. So you got it off your season ticket For this yeah. year Which you've already bought already So already bought And so we, we bought out, You know you get, uh, With Millwall fans you know, We're all going to support your club yeah. We go League 1 League 2 All the mess that's going on the all And are still going to support we all start supporting our clubs they die Yeah well I mean I'm hearing rumours at the moment That
0: uh, um, the Premiership Are losing £100 million a month And Championship clubs Are losing anything up to a £1 million each Per month um, You know it, it, fans need to get back in quickly but I think also that you know is it time that we seriously take a look at wages within football because especially this week when you're looking at Gareth Bale's gone to Tottenham on 600 grand a week yet you know you've got clubs losing 400 grand more than that a month so realistically if you you take Gareth Bale's wages for one month pretty much you could save a championship club or a level one league one two three four club, save losing that on a month, and that
1: that million pounds could save them a lot longer. Or you look at the sad situation, I don't know the full situation behind it, the Berry last season, we just recently had Macclesfield last week. Yeah, I
0: Uh, mean Macclesfield I think is a bit more um, in-depth regarding it, but I mean, look what's going on with you,
1: Yeah, you know, it's,
0: you know, I, I... the EFL and whatnot not have a lot of rules and regulations they need to look at, but I think, you know, the problem they have is they run the league. They don't actually run the football clubs. And unless they put too many rules in that anyone can buy, you know, I, you can't stop me buying a car. I can buy a car even if I can't drive. So technically I could buy a football club, even if I've got no idea of running it, really. You wouldn't want to buy us anyway, would you? I, I would buy Charlton just <laughs> to close you and build a house and a state
1: on the valley. Yeah. The council made it crystal clear that they won't grant planning permission for the valley. Don't worry.
0: I think Cholton's going to Greenwich anyway, next to the O2, to be fair. It's been lined up for years and we won't go there. So, yeah. Well, look, it's just a little catch-up, really. I just thought that um, I've caught up with him tonight and... Uh, and I just think it's interesting to listen to. Obviously, we've got it coming forward, hopefully, for Millwall. If you don't like it, just skip through it. But I just think it's it helps create that that little bit of a debate about it by someone who's actually been there. We're all chatting about it. We've not had the privilege to be there, but he has. So um, it sounds if like Charlton run um, a good operation on Saturday. And uh, hopefully we can do the same when we get it against Luton, hopefully in October, depending obviously on the outcome of Boris's decisions tomorrow. So look, let's go back in with me and Omar and, uh, and we'll have a chat on this. So thanks very much. And I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye.
3: Well, thanks to Darren there for that little sub piece and well done Mickey using the initiative to do a bit for the pod there. I appreciate that mate. Um, yeah, it sounds interesting. I think, you know, it's, it's fair what he's saying. Like, it sounds like it was a rail operation, just as I kind of suspected last week when I was talking about it on the show last time out. But, you know, I think, if anything, if there's anything in place that is most legislated, forget about going to a pub, we, you know, they're kind of not really forcing you to put the track and trace at a football stadium, all season ticket holders, all the details there. You know, it can't be 100% guaranteed that nothing's going to be outbroken from it. But, you know, there's enough rules in there by the looks of it, and it seems to be a, a rail thing.
0: But, yeah, I mean, he, you know, he said, you know, from walking in the gate, obviously, like I said, you know, temperature checked, he's sorting out the tickets online. Obviously, he's a season ticket holder. He just goes in under his ticket and basically chooses his seat, like he said, like a cinema. Um, Obviously, there was no food there that could have been. Yeah, I mean, he'd, he, he's um quite within the Chelton fan setup and stuff. I think he used to run a, a Chelton group many years ago and stuff. Um, but he said, you know, the rumour was there that, if I'd have had people in the chaos uh, or the rumour is it's not confirmed, but possibly you wouldn't have been able to have as many fans in. So I think they sort of took the decision to close the food rather than than having it in and obviously not having enough fans. But some took their own food in. He he said that some seemed to possibly have been pulled on it, but he wasn't. Um, And I think his only downside from it was that you had to get there really early um, and also that all the time in the stadium, um, you had to wear your mask.
3: I mean, so, you, you know, know, it's one of those things. It's unfortunate. Small but
0: sacrifices.
3: Exactly. If you tell me I need to turn up a bit earlier, like you said earlier, mate, anyone that wants one will go and get one. I know there's people against the idea of going, rightly so, for health concerns. Some people are not sure about renewing their season ticket now because they don't know when we can go back and they feel it's a waste of money. Everyone's got their own opinion. End of the day, the people that want to go, it will be fine. You just need to tolerate a little bit of it and... We'll benefit in the long term out of it and get what we want from it, which is to see me all play in person again. So, fingers crossed. No, that's it.
0: And and you know, look, good luck to the people there. I I don't normally do season ticket. I'm not there in the loyalty points. I mean, especially the last couple of years when um we're fan on the board. I never really had a season ticket and that because I used to obviously use my pass or, or or get tickets, go around different parts, sit with people, that sort of stuff. So. You know, look, I, I'm in no category to argue over the lottery points. I think it's great. I think fans what are going to be able to get there. Great. Um, you know, I'll be watching an I follow and whatnot. But again, another week, another I follow cock up where you know there is a there is a constant lag on I follow. If you follow on Twitter and watch I follow, like what we probably do, where you're looking at Twitter um, stuff because obviously we're looking at it for for stuff for the for the pod but there is a lag anyway but it just seemed to be commentary and um and footage seem to be well out i mean you know they announced the goal before the the ball was even in the area do you know what i mean
3: yeah i think um i'm not sure if that is carl's fault maybe we'll put it to him on later in the week if we can get him on again because I, think I imagine he's got like a little box set up there that he plugs into and maybe there's a little bit of a lag but i mean it's not perfect for iFollow. I'm thankful we can get a stream and watch it, obviously, but it's different now that they're charging £10 per game for it. You'd expect a little bit more quality from it, I imagine, but it's one of the unfortunate things. I think when we're watching the games myself, so I always tell anyone I'm around, put your phones down, turn Twitter notifications off, because I hate that kind of hearing the phone go off thinking something's about to happen. You hear Twitter bleep and you're like, right, okay, yeah. so it's, something's about to happen now. It's the same thing with anyone if they've got betting apps or anything when it tunes into the games. It's like, bing, and you're like, oh, here we go, what's going to happen? So a rule for myself when I'm watching it with my mates recently is phones off or, you know, put Twitter notifications off at least because, God, mate, it's it's a little bit of suspense that's not needed. But I think it can't be perfect, unfortunately, especially when it's got to be across so many games. You can't have sky cameras there watching it. It's just got to be make do with what they got got to give us, I guess.
0: I think, yeah, I think the problem you've got with iFollow is that it was never designed for this purpose. It was always designed for the international market. And I think, you know, I think a lot of it with the international market, the lag is probably to do with betting regulations and stuff abroad. Um, and unfortunately, we're trying to jump on it for the best thing. The downside is, is that it's not beneficial for the clubs because the more cock-ups they have, the less likely people are to, you know, to tune in and pay and watch it and everything else, which is detrimental to the club. Um, and again, it's it's not anything to do with the club. The club has no control over it. It's a company called IMG, um, IMG Studios um, and EFL. But it amazes you. It's the same company that does a snooker, but they seem to do that okay, but can't fucking seem to stream a football match properly.
3: Mm, well, I think... You're kind of stuck in a hard place there. And, um, unfortunately, it doesn't seem like it's going to change anytime soon. But like, like we're hoping we can be back to the game soon. So that's something we can move on from, hopefully. Uh, should we talk about Wednesday night, Burnley at home? What do you reckon?
0: It's what we wanted, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, I mean, it'll be an interesting game, I think. I, I watched them last night. I think it was against Leicester on BBC. They weren't impressive, to be honest. I think you've got Chris Wood returning, who obviously was the one that we always wanted to keep many minutes ago on the jacket. Um, I don't know, you're mentioning teams take it seriously. When they played the first game against Sheffield United, they played a near enough full team there. So, it won't be an easy game by the looks of it, mate.
0: Yeah, I don't think... I mean, when I say teams are taking it seriously, I don't think necessarily premiership team are going to be really that worried about, you know, a grand or two, what you win for, you know, getting through to the next round. But teams like us, that money does mean a lot. Um... So yeah, I think I think we'll end up putting out a strong side. The talk that he's looking to put Parrot out, um, I think we're we're we'll definitely take it to Bolt um, to Burnley. I don't think it's going to be um, a layover, and I think yeah, I think you know especially that with winning that we get through to another Premiership, which will be another televised game, and I mean that's that's about hundred grand as well, I think, for a televised game game. So. Um, yeah, it's all it's all a win-win for
3: that, isn't it? No, definitely. Uh, I don't think this game's on TV on Wednesday, is it? I think they've chosen another game because it's a seven o'clock kickoff on Wednesday night for us. I don't think oh, is it's not, on. T- I, uh, it's I on thought t- it was on
0: because I didn't think it was on. I follow. Is it?
3: Uh, I could be mistaken. I, I didn't see. Maybe the, maybe I missed the memo. Um, we'll correct that ourselves if I'm wrong. But I don't think I thought they went for another game. I'm trying to see now if I can find it. Um, I could be mistaken. I know the Luton game's on TV. But obviously, yeah, if, if we are on TV, then obviously it's a good revenue bonus for us. But I think it's a seven o'clock kickoff on Wednesday night. So I, I don't think we are on TV. I think they went for Fleetwood Everton. I could be mistaken. But um, yeah, I don't think it's live on TV, but I thought I should have it if not. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, like I said about Burnley though, when they played Sheffield United, they played about seven or eight players that played on Sunday. So it will be interesting. Sean Dyke's returning to the den as well. Obviously, it's a shame we can't be there to give a bit of stick whilst the game's on. Um, he always comes across well in interviews and I think he's always complimentary of us as a club so unfortunately we won't be able to be there to return the favour in 90 minutes anyway but um, you found it are we on TV? Uh,
0: no no I'm still I'm still looking so yeah I'm just seeing <laughs> I thought all, I thought the Premier League were going to be on telly but no I don't know streams and I follow
2: Yeah, not all
0: non-televised go. matches in this will be streamed, so I follow a club equivalent service, EFL club versus Premier club, streamed on Carabell Cup live, Premier club versus Premier club, streamed on Carabell Cup live, whatever that is, Streaming the match, temporary measure. So, yeah, it looks as if, yeah, Sean Dice, yeah, they he had a game last time, last game against Leicester was, um on Sunday, was a seven o'clock kickoff as well.
3: BBC One, wasn't it? So... Yeah, they had the rights to watch it. So, I think Premier League, every game is getting televised till they allow fans back in the stadium. So, I think that's how they're compromising with it.
0: Yeah, I think it's just a, a way for the Premier League to, to make money and also the fact that the Premier League teams don't have to give back shitloads of um, sky money. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, I, I don't think any club's going to want to... You know, and that split between the clubs is faulty, and I don't think anyone wants to uh, end up give back, you know, 50-plus, 60-plus million um, for not showing every game, uh, so yeah, yeah. So we can't get the TV revenue. So yeah,
3: if we beat them and we get Man City at home, if that's not on TV, then there is an outrage somewhere. I'm sure that will be a game that's televised. So we can hope. Man City. I mean, Man only... Man City back in the day, <sighs> yeah, a bit before my time, unfortunately. But I've heard tales before. So main Road, they used to play at didn't they, and stuff like that. I would just hear about all the stories of the games and stuff I like think that.
0: This, I think the story is about Stockport Station. Um, I mean I, I've, I've been told a few times About Stockport station Where Millwall fans went there And there was a, a poor officer A lone officer They weren't expecting Millwall To get the train to there But they got the train there I think And I um, I think they ended up meeting Man United as, And had a tear up with Man United And then went to Main Road And had a tear up with Man City afterwards So um, <laughs> yeah allegedly Allegedly the Alleged rumour is so, uh, so yeah
3: <laughs> No, definitely. So, yeah, it will be interesting on Wednesday. Uh, We'll be back later in the week, won't we, I suppose, to chew over that game a little bit and hopefully look forward to Saturday when we play Brentford, mate.
0: Yeah, Brentford will be good. Hopefully we can get hold of a Brentford fan this week um, Mm -hmm. for show later in the week Um, and and obviously find out about them, their season and all that lot. Um, Yeah, I think it'll be interesting if we can find a boat. and we should be able to find a Brentford fan. So, uh, so, yeah, it's... I'm more, I mean, obviously, we need to do well in the cup on Wednesday, but obviously, I'd rather us do well against um, Brentford on Saturday because I think the league's important. If we can get in a good position, then the league's important.
3: Oh, yeah, the league is fundamental to this year. I think the feeling within the squad seems to be good. It's no surprise because it's always something talks about the team spirit, the atmosphere. But I think within the dressing him at least, there is that kind of feel that they've not done great, but to still have four points from the first two games, I would have bit your hand off if you told me that a week and a half ago. So, it can only be a good thing, mate. I think, I could tell with the interviews the players are saying, I think even Scott Malone's on Twitter, doing these little bosh antics that he was doing when he was at Derby, wherever they get a win, he always boshes on Twitter. So, that's something you should learn about if you don't know that already. But, um, even he said it, like you know it wasn't the performance we wanted, but still got the win. So, I think, the, the the fields are right and I think we will get it right creatively as well it'd be interesting what Parrot does on Wednesday let's not hype him too much, still a young kid but I think we're making steps in the right direction, Brentford's the sort of team we do well against in the home games, normally our, you know they keep the ball for ages and we like to counter so it's an ideal situation as well so who knows we could be standing here next week on seven points after three and you know everything being hunky-dory so it's looking good, but I think we'll leave it here, mate. I think we'll return later in the week, maybe on Thursday. You know, we'll be back later. Uh, obviously, check our socials as always. That Mill Pods and That Mill Podcast on Instagram as well. Uh, that Mill Podcast at gmail if you want to drop us anything interesting on an email. If you want to get involved, obviously get in contact as well.
0: We're going to be started loading content content over uh, the next few weeks onto our YouTube channel, so um, we need you to get on there and start subscribing because obviously. Um, we want to do some live stuff on there but we can't do that until we've got uh, a lot more uh, viewers a lot more subscribers um, so yeah if you want to get on that get in there and do that for us
3: that's it I think we'll wrap it up there as always thanks for tuning in and we'll see you later in the week come on Millwall good luck against Burnley and we'll go from there cheers up oh, the
0: line
2: It takes a lot of ingredients to fix or build a car,
3: like cooking, but without the frozen dinner, easy way out. eBay Motors has 122 million parts. It's always the right fitment, so you can follow any recipe to a T. Whether it's a vintage Italian coupe that's classic like grandma's meatballs, or a German luxury car that's as complicated as Oma's Rouladen, to cook up something great in the garage, use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride